Welcome to the Backyard PA Football Podcast. Been down a broken road now, I've been through that fire. There's angels holding on to both sides of the wire. I'm lagging what I need to carry you through it. Stay back or get on track, cause I can't have you ruin it. I say hold on, but don't hold me back. Hold on, but don't hold Pennsylvania's me back. Pennsylvania's backyard lives here. Don't bring that trouble with you. Don't bring that trouble with you. Big time play some big time games, and that's what we did, baby. Yes, sir. I found a way around you. Don't take me higher. Last time, the way I loved you, you just wound up tired. I'm laying what I need to carry you through it. Stay back and get on track, cause I can't have you ruined. I said, hold on, but don't hold me back. Hello and welcome back to the Backyard Football News Podcast where we talk high school football between Pittsburgh and Morgantown. It's another edition of Backyard Football News After Dark where we have the hottest takes. I'm Nathan Grella. It was one episode. Let's let's relax. <laughs> I'm Jeremiah Miller. This is the only episode we've, well, that was the only episode aside from this one where we've recorded it at night, so you never know what's going to happen, right? But um, right now, tonight, this morning almost, uh, we're going to talk the Allegheny Six Conference Whippeal 5A. How excited are you to dive in? And this conference that we really picked up like halfway through the season last year, uh, but we're getting a full dose of it now. Um, How hyped are you for this one? Yeah, I love this conference. Uh, the Upper St. Clair, Bethel Park, Peters Moon, South Fayette, now Baldwin coming down from 6A. Love this conference. All schools that are very close to us at Waynesburg, Nathan, and very good football teams I grew up watching and admiring. Uh, legendary coaches, uh, Matheny at Bethel Park, um, Render at Upper St. Clair, now Peters Township is – uh, a good football team again. Moon made it to the WPI championship and was a field goal away from sending that game to overtime. South Bayette with Rossi, you know, and uh, you got Baldwin in the mix there too. This is a really fun conference, at least on paper as of right now. And uh, I think it's going to be a, one of the better conferences in uh, all the WPIL next year. West Allegheny shifts over to a different conference. Baldwin drops down from 6A. Um, how do you think that's going to affect the layout and the outlook of this conference heading into the season? Not much. Not much. Honestly, Baldwin is a team still kind of trying to figure out who they are. I think they're on the way there. Um, but you could argue, Nathan, truthfully. They were in 6A last year, so obviously 6A is just one conference. You could argue they're in a tougher conference overall this year than they were last year. I know they had Mount Lebanon. I know they had Central Catholic. But I'm talking overall, as far as things go, like they're, they could be in a tough – I think they're in a much tougher conference than they were last year. I mean, you you look at like their conference last season. They had Cannon Mack. They had Norwin. They had Hempfield. So, yeah, you're you're not – completely incorrect because i feel like you know south fed is probably a better team this year 
than Norwin is this year. I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. So, uh, yeah, you're probably correct in that statement. But if you've been following these podcasts for a little bit, you know that we've been going through our season preview magazine, which but which I'm sure is out by now. And we've been going through my rankings in the magazine one through last. And then at the end, you're going to hear Jeremiah's rankings the other way around. So we get to compare them a little bit. But let's start at the top. I have, and this is going to be a surprise, but Upper St. Clair finishing first in the Allegheny Six. Um, I think this team is really loaded. Like, even though they lose Ethan Heister, and Ethan Heister was a huge part of this team, that power rushing game last season, they lose him. But man, they got everybody back. How excited are you to see the Panthers play football this season? Oh, very. I think this team's a WPL title contender. We finally see the Panthers back to where they once were when Jim Render was coach. Now Mike Junko, who I think is destined for greatness at the helm of Upper St. Clair. really think he's a great offensive-minded coach. We've seen that. He's really kind of had a different offense every kind of year to fit his team and his scheme. Kind of saw last year with Heister, who's walking on to West Virginia right now. Um, you know, he kind of had that power run game. It kind of cost them come playoff time when they got upset by Fox Chapel, but this team returns a lot. My The guy I'm watching out, really two, Jamal Brown, who's gotten a couple D1 offers this summer, really look forward, looking forward to his senior season. Uh, Aiden Besselman as well. He's had several Division One offers roll in in the last few months. Uh, and that's just to name a few, uh, you know, uh, Ivory Travers, you know, to, to name another one, Aiden Kahn, uh, Brady, Edros, like this team is loaded, like you said, and I just named a few, not to mention some of the new faces I think will step up, Shea Moorhead being one of them. Um, this team's going to be special. This is going to be a special year at Upper St. Clair. And uh, you just mentioned his name, but Brady Erdos, uh, you know, he was only a junior last season, but he was great um he can really chuck a long ball and i'm really excited to see how his senior season goes um let's look at the schedule they do have a couple of tough 6a games you most notably at mount lebanon in the middle of the year um that one you know <laughs> in mount lebo we're not going to talk about them but they might be taking a t- step back this season um that's going to be a tough matchup but not out of the realm of possibility um of a win at Norwin, at North Hills to open up the season. I like their prospects in both of those games. Baldwin at home to start out conference play. So uh, what are your expectations looking at this schedule? And, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to go undefeated, but, man, it sure looks like they could be looking at a one-loss, two-loss type, type season for the Panthers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, we look how their season starts. They're on the road weeks here in week one at Norwin, which is a game I think they can easily handle at North Hills. That'll be a tough one at Martorelli Stadium. Then they open up conference play uh, at home against Baldwin, the home opener, which is going to be a win. Uh, at Fox Chapel, they'll get a little bit of a chance of redemption for the Foxes, knocking them out of the playoffs last year at home. And then, like you said, they got a tough three-week stretch, really four-week stretch, uh, where they start hosting Peters Township in a game where they surprisingly dominated last year, 31-3. to No one saw that one coming at all. Um, and then at Mount Lebanon, yeah, Mount Lebanon is going to take a step back, obviously, when you lose Alex Texa and 
Eli Heidenreich both go into Navy. Uh, you're going to take a step back, but Ball, or Mount Lebanon is still going to be a very good team, though. That's a big South Hills rivalry, literally the marquee rivalry in the South Hills. So it's good to see that game being played. And then Bethel Park, that game might just decide the conference championship uh, first Friday in October. So, um, but really, I, I mean, I, I am. This is one of the more exciting team, or the, one of the more teams I'm super excited to be covering this year is this Upper St. Clair team. And you look at some of their wins last year, really came uh, by their defense, right? They shut out Greensboro Central Catholic. That, that, that game, they probably well, could have won anyway. But the big one at home against Peters Township, 31 to 3. I mean, that was one of those games where Ethan Eister just took over on offense, but on defense, guys like Brady Bartusiak, Nick Cimento, those guys, they're losing, but guys stepping up, Zach E. has, Mark Banbury, um, Cam Phillips, a linebacker, Marco Carone on the defensive line. How big of a role is that defense going to play in the way that they're able to play games this season? Very key. I mean, look at Peters Township last year. Peters Township had a good offense. We'll talk about them later with Sam Miller, but their defense really won them games. Let's not forget, Peters Township beat Penn Trafford last year. Penn Trafford went on to win a state championship last year with Cade Yacomelli and company. Like, that team was good. And Peters Township stomped on them last year. So this Upper St. Clair defense has the potential to be scary. And, hey, I mean, WPIL upended on home tap in the state finals last year, Penn Trafford. I think this Upper St. Clair team has the potential to be a Penn Trafford, catch fire at the right time and really make a run to Hershey. Well, now Cumberland Valley, rather. So, Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Penn Trafford because that's a team that, you know, expectations is that they're going to be reeling this season and that they their large senior class might hurt them. Moon, another large senior class. Those are the two teams in the Whippeal title. Um, Gateway is going to be good this season, but beside them, like there is this big opening, big gap for a, for, you know, a team to step up and be, you know, a, a really, a, a, a name maker in, in five a. And it, do you think upper St. Clair is really a prime candidate to be that team? Yeah, I think they're one of the top three teams in 5A heading into the season. I truly believe that. I also think one of the other top three teams is also in this conference. And let's get to them, the Bethel Park Blackhawks. And everything good we just said about Upper Sinclair, you can probably apply um, to Bethel Park as well. They lose their quarterback in Max Blanc, but um, you look across the board, and especially in the trenches, they got a ton of guys back. What is your opinions of Bethel Park entering this year? Yeah, just like St. Clair, this team has several Division One guys. Gavin Mall, the linebacker, is picking up some. Aiden Curry, the big tight end, he's picked up some as well. Uh, like you mentioned, they lose Max Belonk, who's going to Youngstown State. But really, they are a team that's going to be dangerous once again this year. Um, and I, like I said, I think they're one of the three best teams in the WPIL 5A this year. And their their offense is really run in a in a wide variety of ways. And one guy that helps with that is Ryan Petrus. He's a sophomore. He's a, a very dynamic talent. They got Austin K out out as well. Um, do you think that multiple style look is really going to aid the Hawks in um you know possibly capturing a uh, Allegheny Six title? Yeah, I do. I really like the diversity of this team. This team really reminds me a lot of Moon last year. Like really senior heavy. 
um, and a lot of their playmakers. This team could be like a Moon was last year where no one really thought Moon was as good as they were. Um, now, I think more people are more high on Bethel Park coming into this year than people were at Moon last year, but I still see a lot of similarities uh, from this team as to last year's Moon team. Braden Del Duca, senior. Toby D'Andrea, senior. Kobe Gells, senior. Dom Capone, senior. Guys that are in the trenches, big key parts of last season. They only really lose one contributor there in Anthony Cialetti. Um, how excited are you to see um, the, the, <laughs> the, the people movers up front for Bethel Park? Oh, big time. They're really going to open holes up for this offense. They're going to create a pocket uh, for whoever's going to take place of Belonka quarterback this year, and uh, they're going to help this team win football games. Let's not forget, this was a team last year, and I know this is a little bit of a different team, but they return a lot. This is a team that only lost to Mount Lebanon 28-0. I know that's a lot, but still, if you look at a lot of the other games Mount Lebanon played in, like that's pretty honorable if you ask me. And the biggest question, I think, for Bethel Park, and probably the biggest reason why a lot of people are not as high on them as we are, but and more high on Upper St. Clair, is going under center. Um, are you confident that Bethel Park is going to be able to find that guy to replace Mac, Max Blanc um, and really kind of you know shape this multi-look offense? Yeah, that's really the biggest question mark for me right now. But I think there's enough talent around whoever's going to be under center that's really going to help this team out uh, and be very successful. All right. And just, you know, Bethel Park is going to be a key player in how uh, this this conference shapes out. Um, do you think this team maybe has, you know, uh, an idea of getting to Akershire Stadium at the end of the season? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, like I said, top three team in 5A, at least right now for me heading into the year. I think when it's all said and done, I think the Blackhawks definitely have a great chance of showing up to uh, Akersher on uh, you know the last weekend in November. One team that might be one of the biggest wild cards in this conference and a team that had kind of a down year last season, they went on a, you know, they had to win their last two games to even make the playoffs, and they ended up doing both um, in very good fashion. But um, the Pierce Township Indians, uh, they lose quarterback Sam Miller. Luke Petraka was a huge part of uh, their offense, but the biggest guy in the biggest name back maybe in the entire conference, Richie Woods, uh, senior running back for them. But, you know, across the board, this is a team that, you know, might have a couple questions here and there, but should be pretty solid. Um, are you worried about Peters Township this year? A lot of junior talent in in filling in for guys uh, that, that, were, that graduated. But uh, what is your opinion about the Indians? Do you think they might be a dark horse to take this conference as a whole? Yeah, I think they're definitely a dark horse. I really like this Peters Township team. Um, now they lose Sam Miller, a quarterback. That's really going to hurt Anthony Burnett on the offensive line. That's going to hurt as well. But they still have the big back, Richie Woods, cover boy Richie Woods. Some call him these days now our cover athlete for the magazine. But And they have a lot of talent. At the wide receiver position, excuse me, uh, Carter Shannon felt he had the big game. He's only going to be a junior. He had a big game up at Pine Richland we were at in the playoffs last year in a game where Peters Township was winning until the final minutes of that game. So um, 
I look for this Peters Township team. If they can find that quarterback, we'll see if it's uh, Chris Sabrone. But, um, you know, I think this team has a chance to win the Allegheny Six. They have to get a couple upsets. But we saw this team do that last year. Like we said, they upset Penn Trafford at Penn Trafford by two touchdowns. Uh, they crushed Cannon Mack, a 6-8 team. And Cannon Mack was pretty good last year. Um, you know, only lost to Mount Lebanon 31 to nothing. I know we talked about that's still not great, but just look at how good offensively Mount Lebanon was last year. Um, and then they kind of fell off that upper St. Clair only lost to moon by three. Now moon wasn't a team that blew teams out last year, but still to show they were right there. And then they handled business the last two weeks at home against West Allegheny and out South Fayette with a playoff spot on the line. So I like the this team has a lot of heart. Uh, you know, they fight for their to- coach, TJ Plack. That's got him to two WPR championships in the last five years. And uh, who knows? Get a couple things to go Peters Township's way. Maybe it's a, a third trip to uh, WPIL finals, although it'd be their first to uh, Acrisure Stadium. Yeah, this is a team where it seemed like injuries really hurt them in the back half of last, last season, right? Like that moon game was that weird rain out play in the morning game. Um, and they ended up losing that game by three, but you know, as soon as they got their guys back, they really kind of turned on the jets at the end of the season. And it really showed with a playoff run as well. Um, almost, uh, almost beating Pine Richland in the playoffs, but yeah, it, how much does that worry you or does that make you even confident that this team has really played through injuries? Guys who are younger got a lot of playing time last year. And even though they, you know, didn't play very well against upper St. Clair and Bethel park last season, that even though those guys got experience that if that happens again, this season they they'll be ready for it. Yeah, I think they'll be ready. We've seen this team do it before teams, uh, years we didn't really think they would do it, but we've seen them do it before. It's really not all that outlandish to think of them doing it again. All right, let's jump into the the reigning Allegheny Six champs in the Moon Tigers, and this team graduates everybody. I don't. What are your expectations for Moon? You know, there's a lot of mysteries at a lot of positions. Um, this team probably has the biggest variety. Like if they're not able to fill in those roles. You can maybe even see Moon dropping to the bottom of this conference, but I I don't think they're going to fall that far, but this should be a rebuilding year for the Tigers. Yeah, definitely a rebuilding year. This will really be able to see what Ryan Lynn is as a coach this season after an outstanding year they had last year, really got things kicked off at Seneca Valley week zero where they beat the Raiders 38-21. to That was a good Seneca Valley team too. Yeah, this year is going to be – yeah, like you said, a rebuilding. I mean, they lost every big name possible from this team last year. So, so yeah, I, I don't think I don't think a WPL final appearance is in the works for Moon this year. But nobody really thought of that last year. So, like they say, there's always a chance. But um, looking at this team on paper, it's definitely going to be a rebuilding year. Moon's really big standout group was their defense last season. You remember Ben Bladle was a sack machine. Um, but and, and they got guys back on that side of the ball, most notably in the secondary with the Newhouse brothers. Um, on the defensive line, there's a ton of pieces as well. Uh, they really won games with their defense last season. So with that position group not taking that big of a hit, does that give you a little bit of confidence? Yeah, I mean, 
It does, yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, that is how they won last year, Nathan. I mean, they didn't – like, they blew several teams out, but some games that you think they should have blown out, they didn't. I mean, look, at Woodland Hills, 15 nothing. Uh, at Fox Chapel, they only won by 14, 42 to 28. They beat South Fayette by two touchdowns. They beat Peters Township by three points. Beat Upper St. Clair by three points, and then they took care of business against Bethel Park and West Day. But I mean, this team made their living off their defense last year. Yeah, I feel like in the playoffs, like every week, one of us would pick Moon to lose because we were like, "There's no way they're going to score this many points uh, against this team," and they ended up proving us wrong. So it's it, it that that could happen again. Like it's not out of the question. Um, a big a big question mark though is going to come in the form of their quarterback. There it looks like they're going to turn to Ethan Con- and I cannot say that last name. It's K O N I E C Z K A. So yeah, you're, well, like you're, you said. you're welcome to try like that out. <laughs> yeah, like I, you said. I'm not even going to try it. It, it. I'd mess it up. It's too late at night. There's no chance I get it right. But yeah, um, they're going to put him at quarterback and see how it goes. Um, and I, I, I think Moon is going to be in good shape. I This this season, though, is de- definitely, for me, going to be a rebuilding year. But top four teams out of this conference, there's only six teams and four of them make it in the playoffs. So is Moon good enough to be a playoff team this year, even though they're they're going to be retooling for most of it. Yeah, they're going to be retooling for sure for the most of it. But, hey, maybe they'll get in the playoffs if we have that defense pull off one of these upsets. And their schedule also, you know, a pretty good home schedule. They open up with West Allegheny at home, a team that they dominated last season at Montour, Mount Lebo at home, Penn Hills at home. They go have to go to Mars and play Coach Kasparovich. That might be a little bit of a difficult task, but, you know, Mars, you know, different classification, so we'll see. At South Fayette, Peters Township at home, at Bethel Park, Upper St. Clair at home, and then at Baldwin. So definitely some winnable games. I think Moon should be in the playoffs, but we will see. South Fayette, the Lions, Nate Dean's back at running back. That's a big name for the Lions coming back in Joe Rossi. South Fayette, a difficult season last year, um, didn't get a win in conference, but ended up, you know, playing very well. Their only loss out of conference was to Thomas Jefferson. So, you know, South Fayette, it seemed like, Last year, the pieces were really falling into place, and even though it didn't show up on the scoreboard as much, that you could see some something something starting to build there uh, in McDonald. So what are you looking at for the Lions, and do you think this might be a team where they could really make the playoffs and make some noise? Yeah, I think this team gets back to the playoffs, Nathan. I really like uh, South Fayette this year. They return a lot, and like you mentioned, Nathan Deans, he's the he's the guy that's going to really carry this team. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to see this team really get back to where they once were, where Joe Rossi once had this team. And you can't really count out a guy like uh, Christian Brandy as well, a, a, one of the best one-two punches in 5A, um, if I'm being honest. Spence Andrew on defense is a big name as well. Um, 
at quarterback, there's going to be a question mark. Um, Nico Lamond maybe will be the name, but it could be someone else like as South well. Fayette, I feel like South Fayette Nathan always seems to find the replacement at quarterback. Ever since the Brumbaugh brothers were there in the um, late 2000s, early 2010s, when they were winning the WPR championships and then Brett won them back-to-back state titles, they've always had a pretty decent quarterback. All right. Well, there there should be confidence there then that they can find a suitable replacement. Uh, looking at their schedule, Chargers Valley at home a week zero. I think they're going to be favored in that one. Um, at West Allegheny, they should have a good chance in that one. Montour at home, another one where they should have a good shot. And then they go have to go at Peters, uh, home against Cannon Mac, Moon at home, at Plum, at Baldwin, Bethel Park at Upper St. Clair. This team went four and six last year, and all five of their six losses were in conference. So now that you get Baldwin, you get Moon, uh, a weekend Moon. Do you think that South Fayette could really, you know, flip that record around? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think the South Fayette team does. I think they have a winning record. I think they're three and zero heading into Peters Township in week three. See what happens there. Heck, maybe this team's gonna. Uh, compete with Bethel Park and Upper St. Clair for a title. Um, And if they are, if they get to that point of the season, it's going to come down to the last two weeks in October. Man, you, you, you just named a scenario that I was looking at their schedule. It's like, I did not think of that maybe happening, but now that I look at it, like you get moon at home, you get, if you get that Peters township game, Cannon Mac, like this team maybe could be undefeated heading into the final, final two weeks. Like, there is a lot of fluctuation in there in terms of record, but I'm sure we'll find out what you fully think of South Fayette here at the end of the podcast. Let's jump into the final team, though. I have ranked six. I think you probably have them ranked six as well as just the team with a lot of question marks more than answers. And, and, and that's not to say that they're a bad team, but it's just that we feel more confidently in the other teams to finish higher, and that's going to be... And that, and that last team is going to be Baldwin, I feel. And even though they're dropping down from 6A, they have a lot of good names, but um, I, 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 I'm I just not as confident in them. I have more questions in them than answers. Yeah, I agree. And it's really a shame because I really like this Baldwin team, Nathan. It's just they're really just in a tough conference. I mean, they it's not that they the, – for lack of talent, I think the talent's there – uh, you know, Keith Masson, Bobby Benton, Devontae Jones, uh, you know, just, just to name a few, Tyler Carter, Brady Hartman. Like, this is a good, talented team that is um, a little older. I think there is a scenario this team can maybe surprise and get a few upsets. I'm not going to go on a limb and say playoff team, but I think they can pull off an upset. That's not very outlandish, especially for this conference to say so. Um as far as playoffs go, um, it's not going to be this year. Yeah, they went two and eight last year at six A, and looking at their schedule now, like I, I, I'm, I'm not sure they go five and five. Like the, the five and five is probably like the ceiling for them, uh, but the, this team is really you're, you're trying to form an identity right now at five eight at the five A level. I feel like. It's different enough where you can compete in a lot of these games, but I don't think they're really going to turn into wins. Yeah, I I agree. I 
yeah, there's no way they go with five and five. I mean, if this is if they go five and five, uh, absolute great season for Tim Sweeney and Baldwin. But it's going to be interesting to see how Baldwin develops, though, in this conference. Nathan, I hope they stay in five A after this uh, two year fluctuation ends, so they can really build something. So you're saying that if Baldwin finishes five and five, like a famous. Pittsburgh Pirates broadcaster, you will walk from Waynesburg to Baldwin. Sure. Heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Write it down, folks. If Baldwin finishes five and five, uh, Jeremiah is going to get some pretty sore feet. All right. Let's wrap it up here with the rankings just to run it back again. Actually, uh, we can save Cannon Mac for another time. Well, let's wrap it up with the rankings. Upper St. Clair, I have number one. Bethel Park, number two. I have Peters. At three, Moon just making it into the playoffs at four. But you know what? I could flip-flop it with South Fayette pretty easily at five. And Baldwin at six. Jeremiah, give me some hot takes. Uh, not as much as the last episode, Nathan. But I do have Baldwin in last place. I just I feel bad for Baldwin. It's just this is a tough conference. I think they're a talented team. Like I said, I could see them upsetting one or two teams. But that's it. I have the Moon Tigers, the defending WPIL 5A runner-ups, missing out of the playoffs. I have South Fayette getting in over them. I think this is a big bounce-back year for South Fayette. And then my top three are as followed as yours, Nathan. Peters at three, Bethel at two, and then the Upper St. Clair Panthers uh, taking home the Allegheny Six crown. Yeah, I'm super excited for this conference. Like, I feel like as a whole, this is just a more talented, more exciting. There's more storylines going on in this conference than last season. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely more. Um, more storylines from this conference, even though our picks were relatively similar. I, I don't think that is because this. I I I don't think that's because this conference is um pretty well set. I mean, anything can happen in this conference. I just I'm just like I just I don't know. Like I just think that this conference is going to be one of the more fun conferences. I'm just uh, kind of going off on a hinge here. I think about it. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I hope that I get to see a couple a couple games in this conference. So, um it, 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 and they're definitely going to be exciting like they were last year. So, all right. Wrapping it up here. If you like what you're hearing, go make sure to check us out and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts if you're listening on PA Football News. Great. Stick around, go check out the site, go check out some more articles and stuff. The best place um, for high school football in the state is pfootballnews.com. So go check us out, all, the, all our other articles and podcasts and such on there. Uh, go check out the preview magazine as well. The full one's already up, so go check out the link on PA Football News. Um, if you want to check more of us out you can go to twitter instagram facebook all that fun stuff aside from that i am nathan grella i'm jeremiah miller and we will see you guys next time when we are previewing and yes it is that time week zero of high school football action see you guys You've been listening to the Backyard PA Football Podcast with Nathan Grella and Jeremiah Miller. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or through email. Support us on Patreon. And check out some merch on Teespring. Thank you for listening.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.